Today is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023, and it is Championship Week. <laughs> this is March, and Big Pop and Bobby Hoops are locked in. They are so locked in, it's not even funny. Hey, on today's episode, they're going to talk about the scores from this past Saturday as the SEC finished its regular season. Bobby Hoops will recap the UT game. Big Papa going to recap the Cats going down to Arkansas. Then we'll get into a little preview action of the SEC tournament, give a little predictions for a couple games, especially the Sickos games starting Wednesday night. Oh, <laughs> love the Wednesday night games. They're so bad. How could you not love it? Hey, and of course, today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Realty Executives. Look, I can spend a bunch of time telling you about Realty Executives, but you've heard me talk about them before. So let's just cut to the chase. When you call Rob Logan or Austin White, they will get the job done for you and make you feel like the hero that you deserve to feel. So don't waste your time. Go ahead and call Rob today at 301-910-1136 in Austin at 865-719-2724. Ladies and gentlemen, let's ride the... What is up, everyone? It's episode six, Gold Standard College Basketball Podcast. Ooh, tourney time, tourney time. We are your hosts, Big Pop and Bobby Hoops. This is March. It is championship week times two. We're just keeping this thing rolling. Hey, championship week, baby. Tourney time. Tourney time. Oh, nice. It's getting real. It's getting real. I'm starting to tingle. <laughs> it's March, baby. I just can't – I. It always goes this way. I just can't believe like we're actually here and we're sitting here, you know. It's always the like hard transfer from you don't want to like quit on football, go to basketball because they end and start nearly at the same time. Granted, football team stinks and there's no problem moving on. But for you all, it was like we're riding this thing out. So I just hey, I can believe it. I can only speak for myself. And all I can say is, despite Tennessee's recent woes, I am pumped for some tournament time. Let's go, baby. Um, Hey, we're going to just quickly recap scores from the SEC back from Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Here we go. Quick recap. We had Vanderbilt getting a big dub to end the regular season 77-72 over Mississippi State. Um, and arguably the worst game on the docket was Florida and LSU. Uh, Florida took it to them 79-60. Somebody had to win that one. Yeah. Actually, maybe the worst game. I apologize. I, I spoke too soon. South Carolina and Georgia played each other. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely the worst game. South Carolina won 61-55. A&M, the big dub. Over Alabama, 67-61. Cats take it to Arkansas. That's a, that was a big, impressive win. Man. Uh, unfortunately, Auburn did beat Tennessee 79-70, and then um, mm-hmm. Missouri won. That's it. Um, they beat Ole Miss. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'll be honest. Once again, it, it really kills the bit. Missouri. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Oh, no. No, we won't, like, give up. No, we're not. It just stinks. Like, because it, in our hearts, we know it's true. It is. Yeah. But it hurts the bit when, you know, if you had, like, 
three games in a row where you're kind of like, okay. Y'all, like, really? So, whatever. Oh, you Ole beat Ole Miss. Miss. Wow. They don't even I, have a coach. Like, they can't even, like, put their keep their program together. And they're – Yeah. I think if we're all – Congratulations. They're uh, hollering at uh, old Chris Beard. Yeah. Higher. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll see about that. That's a – Yeah, we'll see. Somebody had to. Um, you know, the, the I think the Bama A&M game was – obviously, it was super exciting. I, there wasn't, mm-hmm. like, much at stake other than some bragging. No. Yeah. Right? I mean, Bama had already – Put up, they clinched it. Yeah, yeah, they clinched the one seed. AM had the two, so at that point it was more of like a let's just go have some fun, see if we can win this game. And it's March, you want to be winning. Yeah, you want to have a a nice little feel good game going mm-hmm. to conference tournament and so on. And um, I I have to admit, I think that Texas A and M has the best point guard in the country. Uh, I think they got the best set of guards. I mean, they're Wade Taylor. Dude, he's unreal. He had 28 points in that game. 10 for 10 from free throws, 8 for 15 uh, just shooting the ball field goal. Duke and ball. And I think he's mm-hmm. he's arguably one of the – if not the best guard in the league. Yeah. Uh, and, t- and we talked – we sat here and talked about Bama and their – and I, that, I don't think it's to take away from Bama's guard lineup. I mean, they stuck it to him. Well, I mean, let's see here. Taylor, Dennis, and Radford, their three guards combined for, let's see here, I mean, scored almost all of their points. Yep. They got four points from Coleman, the forward, two points from Marble, another forward, and one point from Garcia off the bench. Other than that, it was the three guards the whole way. Yep. Scored scored all their points. They're, they're, man, those, that trio of guards are, they are good, man. I mean, the flip side, <laughs> and they were combined from the three three of them, twenty six for twenty six from the free throw line. That's unbelievable. So, dude, there A and M does everything well that you want that that everyone harps on for what good tournament teams do: guard play, rebounding, make your free throws. Yeah, they do it all. Good defense, all all of it. And on the flip side, Bama's guards uh, had a combined. Uh, twenty points altogether of their life. Top three: yeah. Sears, Bradley, and Quinterly. Quinterly had twelve. Um, Sears had five. Bradley had three. They also shot as a team seven for thirty-six from three, and that's again that's it, that's a philosophy thing. And I think if anybody watches college basketball, you know Bama, they live and die by that. And I'm mm-hmm. not even saying this. It, necessarily wrong just because of the way the game has moved to be a statistically three points and then close to the basket shots so anything layups threes and free throws that's like that's the money that's where you're making but man if you ain't hitting yeah i mean it is a total they're the textbook you live and die by the by the three and you know to hold bama to 61 is that's pretty – that's impressive. And and held Brandon Miller to under 20. And they made him – he you know, he still had 19, but they it was a hard 19. He, you know, was 7 of 23 from the floor, 2 of 12 from three. He didn't get a lot of free throws. 
Um, and then made him work for it. 100%. So, I, I mean, I think A&M, if I'm an A&M fan, I'm feeling as good as any, you know, probably the best heading into the SEC tournament than of any other team right now. They're they're playing easy. They've been on fire for a, for about a month and a half, two months now. You know, you're definitely going bananas for A&M right now if you're an A&M. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's kind of it. All the other games kind of were what they were. But we're going to touch on real quick the Tennessee and Kentucky games. Uh, Bobby Hoops, your quick recap of the Tennessee-Auburn game. Well, I mean, there were there were a few things to like. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all we as Tennessee fans, we were all, what is this team going to look like without Zakai Ziegler? Um, obviously, when we lost him early in the Arkansas game, they still pulled it together and played great and beat Arkansas soundly. But, you know, it's you're on the road this time. Tennessee hasn't won a road game since January. Um, how are we going to look? And there were a few positives I can, you know, point. I mean, Vescovy played maybe his best game of the season, at least most inspired. He he led the way with 21, um, hit five big threes, and um, he played great. You know, we had 13 big points from Tyreek Key, which is who I mentioned last time as someone who we absolutely need to step up. Uh, he has the ability to score, and, and he did in this game. You know, 13 points off the bench was big. Um, the man – I know it was a game where we were in it with Auburn for most of most of the time, and it's a tough place to play. Um, but we just the the fear of going ice cold from offense is always there with this team, and we went ice cold when when the game, you know, once we got under the eight minute timeout, we I we barely scored again after that, and it just felt like one of those games because. Josiah James was four of 12, um, Julian Phillips, two of five. Those two were, were the, were to me, the most frustrating part of the game. I mean, with, without Zakai, we need those two to be aggressive and takes, you know, what I want is them to get to the hole and, you know, they're big, strong guys, you know, Josiah didn't take any free throws in this game. Um, shot poorly from the field. We just went ice cold when the game mattered most. And Auburn, I, I mean, I, Wendell Green Jr. cannot graduate and get away from Auburn soon enough for me. That guy haunts <laughs> me. He is so good, was so unafraid. There were at least, I think I counted at least three times in the second half where, and kudos to Auburn, they played, they played great in this game, but, but at least three times in this game, Wendell Green got a switch to get, you know, either uh, Adu or Kamwa or get one of the bigs out on him, and he drew him out beyond the three-point line and blew by him for, for layups, for and ones, I mean, he had 24 points in the game, eight of 14 from the floor, uh, Wendell Green was was fantastic, and Broom, the big man. I mean, he he drew a ton of fouls, seventeen points, grabbed about seven rebounds. Auburn played great, and and we just fell completely flat down down the line um, under seven minutes. When you just this was such a back and forth game, 
Auburn, you know, for their ups and downs this year, they they're a team that can be very dangerous um, when they're playing good. And uh, it's just frustrating. It, uh, once again, this team is just – I am shocked that we still – we've we've had a pretty high ranking for a while now and i know we've had a lot of good wins earlier in the season too but man it i do not feel good about this team going going into the tournament going into the big march madness tournament i I just think offensively we are so limited Mm -hmm. and for as much as everybody you know praises our defense which i think we you know, I think we do play good defense. You know, Auburn put eighty on, pretty much put eighty on us, and that's like it. It uh, nothing seems to be going our way lately, and I I just don't think this team offensively is good enough to uh, to hack it. it I, I'm I really don't feel good about us right now. There you go. So, a, that was awfully cheerful, wasn't it? Not a fun recap. It also doesn't help when, you know, you, I mean, at least you personally, your favorite dude goes down, gets hurt. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. An instrumental part to making the offense run. Uh, I think we jokingly used the term. He's he's the straw, or sorry, the straw that stirs the drink. Yeah. He moves the ball. Um, it really helped, obviously, when you get Triple J and Julian Phillips back. Normal yeah. guys coming off injury to kind of get your mojo back in sync. Is a, you know, a rhythm was established when they're out, so they come back in. You kind of have to reestablish things. Oh, boom, now all of a sudden you're starting point guards out. So now you're yeah. like, now we got to, like, hit reset button again. Oh, yeah. by the way, the conference tournament starts in less yeah. So and we lost, we dropped out of the top four. So we, you know, play in the second round of games now, not get we lose the double bye, which, you know, I don't know how big of a deal that is. You know, it, it just feels like a man where it's just evidence of what's what's going on. I mean, we were the best or you know, about the second best team in the SEC for most of the season. And to yeah. drop as far as we did, as late as we did in the season is just just doesn't give you a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings about this team going forward. Sure. Understandably so. Um, the other game was the Kentucky-Arkansas game. Like I said, Cats went down. They win 88-79. My boy, Big Tone, a.k.a. Jimmy Buffett. 37 points. 37 points. Like Ooh. it was nothing, baby. Ugh. Um. Hey, the other uh, little don't miss me action was my boy Jacob Toppin going off for 21 points, just quietly. No big deal. Little 21 point action. Um, Funny thing was, Oscar had 12 points and 13 rebounds. I don't think he had a bucket in the second half. All 12 points were in the first half. Well, should he have been playing in the second half? (laughs) Yeah. He got uh, a little scrappy in that game. I've never quick, seen Oscar throw an elbow before. My, my quick comment was, I or my quick thought, if you're an Arkansas fan, I totally get it. Sure. I totally get that you're like, he shouldn't – he should have been thrown out of the game. Understandable. For me, I'm like, 
guy, you know, he literally got shoved before he threw his elbow into Fair. Fair. My thing, okay, but I wanted to say, like, Oscar, even if you get shoved, you can't do that. Sure. You can't do that. But I'm kind of like, I mean. You know what you can say? If you're an Arkansas fan, Oscar didn't beat you. Nope. You let Oscar. You just let a, you let a, the sixth man of the, well, I guess co-sixth man. Yeah. You should have won out, right? But your co-sixth man of the year took you off the bounce and just clapped y'all bad. Um, I mean, Tone is a – he's a microwave scorer. You know, we saw him go 4-17 against Vanderbilt, and you're like, Jesus. You know, I love him, but maybe he like off night or he doesn't need to be the scorer, and then all of a sudden he goes for 37. And you're like, yeah, he's the best scorer we have. Off night. You kind of live and die by it. Um, man, I said it a little bit more optimistic than I normally go, and maybe I was just like fake dreaming in my head of like, maybe they can go to Arkansas and do it, even though deep down I was like, this is a terrible matchup for us. Bud Walton Arena is a tough place to play. 100%. Doesn't matter who you are. And they gutted and figured it out. And I will say, I will give Cal all the credit for – all of the criticisms and frustrations I have with coaching, lineup switches, um, who has the ball in their hands in the late shot clock or just late in clock in general, he outcoached Musselman to a T. And it is so hilarious and frustrating because Musselman is a really good coach. He's a really good exercise. I don't understand why he went away from the game plan that he had when they went up to Rupp and, I mean, destroyed him. he went away from using his athleticism and just being like athletic, steal the ball, uh, get up on them, guard them tight, all that. They went away from that and did more like, we're just going to play super physical and make you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which Kentucky has no problem doing. Like Oscar is already a physical specimen as it is. Yeah. So you trying to move a brute force, like that's, that's not really going to do it. Like, all I did was, like, get him fired up and frustrated and want to play hard and all of his teammates. But it was almost like you focused so much on just making them more uncomfortable rather than doing the things that you're really good at, which is be athletic, run up and down the floor. Um, you lead the league in steals as a team. Like, it's just so many things that I was like, yeah, I can't believe you're doing this. So, hey, follow me. Um, the one guy, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, who got tossed out. In the beginning of the second half, um, yeah, uh, Devonte Davis, yes, um, jail, put him in jail. <laughs> I actually don't know what he said the second time when he got to the bench after getting his first technical. Which, by the way, if you go look at the play, he's literally just holding Antonio is is clearly a foul. Yeah, so there's that. But then he freaks out and starts flailing, having this whole party. But while he's, like, on the bench, he says something verbally to a ref, which, um, from what I've heard, wasn't good. And I've been trying to find a video to see, like, what did he say? But whatever. All all that. It was say, enough. It was enough to where he got tossed quick. Magic word. Um, so, yeah, he got tossed. The Mitchell twins, they – I mean, they did nothing. Nothing. One twin had zero points. The other guy had two. 
which like and again the last matchup at Rupp, they like dominated Oscar. Like it, at one point, like one of them was chirping with the bench, like y'all, like y'all got nothing. So it just again, all I have to say is very confusing about why they went away from their original game plan to do something yeah. different. Uh, but kudos to the Cats for storming down into Arkansas and getting a big dub on the road. It it uh, it, it feels like it's weird with, to say that. Weird to say, like, a vintage Kentucky performance here, but, like, at least if you're looking at, like, the, you know, 2015 to 18, 19 cats of, like, the ones who, you know, maybe stumbled early in the season, had a couple losses they shouldn't have had, but, you know, the the talent wins out down the stretch, and they, they're they figuring it out, and they're winning games, and, you know, they're going to be a scary team in the SEC tournament, you know, I, I hope Tennessee doesn't run into them again. I genuinely hope they don't because Kentucky's, you know, they're playing good right well, now. Really good. Speaking of running into them, let's say we'll we'll just hop right into the next segment, which is our bigger uh what we're gonna be leaning on for the next couple of days is the SEC tournament, baby. Um the only way Tennessee Kentucky would match up in the SEC tournament is literally in the finals. In the finals. Uh, like I so said, I still I still don't feel good if that happens. Here's your top four seeds, uh, Bama number one, AM number two, Cats number three, and then Missouri number four. And then uh, Tennessee comes in at the five seed, and then so on. We got Vanderbilt at six. Um, so, yeah, all the top four seeds get double buys and don't play until Friday. Uh, the Sickos game, as I like to call it, starts tomorrow night, baby. Sickos basketball game. So, if, uh-huh. if you love college basketball, you need to tune in to tomorrow night because we have Ole Miss in South Carolina and then LSU in Georgia. Those games are going to be terrible, but they will be awesome. Yeah, a beautiful disaster. Oh, just two massive dumpster fire games that you get to watch because your team's not playing, so you're not sweating anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just – You get to sit back and have, you know – take perverse joy in oh. these two teams try or these four teams try to throw the ball through the hoop i like sometimes and i've only ever been to one sec tournament game and it was you know it was unbelievable but i've always thought if i was like going to buy tickets that i know is there's going to be tickets available i've yeah. always wanted to go to a wednesday night and just <laughs> kick my feet up and just laugh because <laughs> it's going to be so bad Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh We've got two rock fights here. <laughs> rock fights putting it lightly. Yep. I mean, uh I'll uh who do you just quick, quick, who do you think wins? It doesn't have to be based on anything. Uh I mean, Miss, I guess I'll say Ole Miss probably. I mean, South Carolina is why not? They're just they got they got that one guard who's pretty good, but yeah, GG. I, I guess I'm going to say Ole Miss, and I guess I'll say LSU because Georgia, oh, dear, they're they are very bad. Very, very bad. Um, I, I'm going to say – I know LSU is the 14, dead last. I still say that they beat Georgia. I'm going to say South Carolina wins because they have Georgia. Yeah. I will also agree that LSU beats Georgia. Uh, Georgia, and I know I've – We've had our run-ins with Georgia, whatever. They're bad. I mean, 
Hey, you got you got the football team. Back to back champs. Second. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Um then from there, the winner of the Ole Miss South Carolina game will go on to take on the Bobs. How do you feel about at least a first round matchup with either of those teams, regardless? I mean, com- you I mean I feel pretty confident. South Carolina by over 80 points. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel that. pretty confident. Um, whoever we play. I mean, if we play South Carolina, I I might, you know, I could take a nap through that one. I I, I feel pretty confident yeah. of that. But Ole Miss, I, I, you know, they played us a little better than South Carolina did this year. But I feel pretty confident for whoever we play. And, you know, there's a small part of me that's like, you know, maybe, I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here. But, like, maybe the embarrassment of dropping out and losing the double bye, I don't know, maybe that gives – the team a little bit of like cold water in the face wake up let's you know it's it's march let's get going and um so i'd feel pretty confident with whoever we play and then you know who i would especially feel confident in playing afterward would be missouri yeah you should that game was handled come on what a fluke like of all teams and of all games. Anywho. Anyhow. I think that should be a easy handle. Worst case scenario, Tennessee, Missouri land against each other, playing on a on Friday. Tennessee wins by I don't know, five or six. Just get done, get out. Maybe. I don't know. I, there's something to be said, I think. And I know we'll, we'll go in a little more of the SEC tournament. Do you feel like who who in this tournament like needs to win this or have a really good showing? I mean, I mean, you've got Bama, A&M, Kentucky, Tennessee. I guess I'll, you could probably throw Missouri in there, too, of like they're they're safely, comfortably in the, the big dance regardless of what happens here. Yeah, I think um, um, I think there's two. I think it's Auburn and Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I agree. They they both – Vanderbilt? I don't know. I think Vanderbilt's, like, gotten themselves into a mild conversation of, like, y'all playing hot. Like, sure. I'm good. If Vanderbilt somehow made it to the finals – I think then they have a legitimate conversation and shot at making it into the tournament. Um, But if we're just talking teams that for probably the last month have basically been living on the bubble, that that's like state and Auburn. Um, They both have to at least make it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm thinking minimum semifinals. Yeah. Both have to win at least two games. Yeah. Because they both play Thursday. Uh, which Mississippi State plays Florida. Um, I honestly think Mississippi State should handle that one without Castleton. Yeah, yeah with no Castleton, Mississippi State should should definitely win that one. And that'll be a good game with them against Bama. Yeah. Like we said, I think we both land on the same. Doesn't really matter who Tennessee plays. They advance and move on to Friday. Or you should. <laughs> that's God, that's so t- that's like you should. Yeah. You you're, should. Gonna, you're gonna sweat a little bit. I, I can't say they're gonna, but they should. Uh real quick, Arkansas Auburn. That's that'd be another good one. 
It's yeah. hard to say with Auburn because Auburn can yeah. do what they did against Tennessee last Saturday and play great, and, the- and then they can be super out of control and, you know, it's a, a turnstile to the hoop and, you know, Nick Richards – go or no, sorry, not Nick Richards, um, Arkansas guy. Nick Smith. Nick Smith. I love Nick um, Richards too, yes. I know, former cat, Nick yeah. Richards. Um Nick Smith, yeah, he could easily go off um, against Auburn. I don't know who who's going to be guarding him for Auburn. So I, I kind of like Arkansas in that one. Yeah, sometimes I like the way they they play, but they're up and down too. Um, I, I, that one really could go either way. I, I think I I lean on Arkansas as the best player in the game, so I'm going to lean Arkansas. I agree. I I would pick Arkansas and Will only because I think that their ceiling is higher when it comes to how good their athleticism is and how deep. Yeah. Uh, like all of their freshmen are just freak athletes. Yeah. High level defense. They're long, lanky. Um, yeah. I if I was betting, I would put it on Arkansas. So I think we're both saying Arkansas moves on to play A and M. Uh, Vanderbilt. We both said LSU. I probably lean towards Vandy in that one just because. Yeah. I'm like 70% Vandy. Yeah. I think it's fair. They should win. That's uh, Vandy. So. We'll, we'll do we'll quick predictions then for Friday. So, Bama, Mississippi State. I'm going to say Bama, I think. Pretty. Yeah. I'll, I mean, Bama fine. should win. But I, to me, I wonder if this is a game. You know, Bama, they won the SEC tournament a couple of years ago. They, I don't think it's a thing that they're like, I, I don't know if their fans are clamoring for, like, like last year, I think for Tennessee, it was really important. We have to hang a banner of some kind. Sure. So win the SEC, win the SEC tournament, go deep. In, and so, like, to win the SEC tournament last year was very important and, at like, big for Tennessee to get that. For Bama, I think if they win, great, and they're and they're excited about it, and that probably secures them a one seed and all that stuff. But I also think that could be a deal where if they lost, if they got upset by Mississippi State early, I think that maybe you know, maybe they act like, oh dang, we lost, but really it's like, okay, we got more time to like rest up and yeah, get ready. That's not going to really affect their um, because they've also been a little up and down lately too. Um, Mostly winning, but a lot of close close ball games for Bama lately. So I still think they should win, though. Yeah, a lot of drama in T Town. Um, so Tennessee, Mizzou, Tennessee. Uh, I don't think that's. I mean, that is the game that is just like to keep this bit going. Tennessee slaughters Missouri. Yes. Hundred percent. If there was a mercy rule, it would be in effect. If that's the one game that Tennessee literally has their best offensive output, oh, it's that game right there. That game, yes. Uh, A and M and Arkansas. A and M. Yeah. I, I mean, spoiler uh, alert for me: I have A and M winning this tournament. I I just think they're playing the best. I I think that they are scary. Good. Um, Cats and Bandy. I'm going to say Kentucky problem, and I say I think this all kind of hinders on if Case in place. 
today word came out that he didn't even practice, which today was the last day for a full practice. Because at this point, moving on is more walkthroughs, easy yeah. stuff. And my thing is like, if Taysom didn't go through a full practice today, then chances are I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't play Thursday. And I'm like, if he's not playing or not Thursday, Friday, if he don't play Friday, my guess is they're probably thinking like, we want you to be 100% for the NCAA yeah. tournament. Um, so if they beat Vandy, they're going to run into AM, which if you don't have case, and I don't know, I think at that point it gets harder to go against a team like AM who's more complete, like we were just talking about their guard play and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it'd just be really hard to figure yeah. out. So, uh, but that's at least our predictions and thoughts on the first two rounds and going into the quarterfinals. Um, God, I can't, I cannot wait for the sickos games. Oh. Um, hey, real quick, don't forget, guys, we on the next episode, we will talk about our dog of the week. Submit your applicator, uh, your submissions for that. I'm just going to let you all know up front, I'm probably submitting myself. So good luck oh. trying to compete. Um, it is Big Papa's 31st birthday on Friday. So I'm going to be on my absolute biggest birthday behavior. He's going to be barking. Oh, I'm hooting and hollering. Find me on the golf course. Like, all over socials, baby. I'm I'm yeah. gonna be an absolute madman. Um, if you have any mailbag questions, hit us up. And then we wanted to let y'all know, uh, just because a couple of y'all reached out. If you are a beginner of some sorts when it comes to, hey, I like basketball. I've watched. Uh, maybe you've never really had a team you pull for, but you just you just kind of dabble and watch a little bit because your buddies have a team, so you've watched games with them. But you're just like, I just want somebody to explain basic X's and O's or what are things sure. I should look for in a, in a basketball game setting. Yeah. We've uh, had a friend who's a loyal listener say, I know you're supposed to dribble and I know the ball's supposed to go through the cylinder. And other than that, I don't know much. And not, that, I mean, maybe we should go into that. Uh, our, we have very colorful experience when it comes to our own basketball playing days. Right. Um, but a good idea. Sorry, what? What's your basketball experience again? Oh, see, I um, I didn't play basketball in high school. Um, I played. I did play for a tryout travel team in middle school. Um, but uh, my accomplishments uh stand on the rec basketball courts. I was a great um, good rebounder, big effort guy, big big team guy, locker room guy. Yeah. Um, and then to this present day, um, I, I think I play a pretty good old man style, you know, good passer, see the floor pretty well, very limited physically, very, very limited physically. Um, and, but my, my greatest accomplishment right now is with my dear friend, Thomas Cox, where, uh, this is our second year coaching civic league basketball, bunch of high school kids. And, uh, as as co-coaches, we've only lost one game together. So, you know, whether that's allocation of talent or actual coaching acumen, I don't know. But um, that there's something to be said for it. There, totally agree. As they, when they say ball don't lie, coaching don't lie either. 
All I know is we are winning. What about you? What's your experience real quick? Yeah. So also I wanted to make a point. You're you seem like you're a big just trying to make a play guy. Like yeah, I want the team to win. Yeah. Just trying to make I'm a play. big name on the front guy, not the name on the back guy. My experience uh when it comes to basketball is I did uh play and start freshman year of high school. Um I tried out the following year and did not make it. So I just quit basketball altogether. And this game's stupid anyway. Yeah, it was, it was dumb. Dumb, stupid game. I was like, the guys who made it over me are dumb. They couldn't like hit the broadside of a barn. The dumb. coach hates me, man. Oh, yeah, 100%. Always out against me. Yeah. Uh, so then I went on to play um, rec basketball to finish off high school. Um, I mean, I was just like, I was good for like flash. One, because of, like, the gear that I wore. Big, big headband guy. A lot of sweat. Um, I bet your shorts went down to your shins, too. I wish. I would definitely not. Um, Every now and then, I'd dabble in a wristband or two. Um, I I used to really, really like the, like, baggy white T-shirt under my jersey. You remember how that was cool? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Adam Morrison. Oh, yeah. So, that was me. And I would, like, I'd get you a couple buckets. Um, I was also big on, like, Flash when it comes to like passes, so around the back, no looks, all that type of thing. Um, I wanted you to remember me for a couple plays. Outside of that, I was like, I, I, I gave you what I could. Um, yeah, so that's kind of it. So all I have to say is that's our credentials for saying we're going to do a basketball episode on like, here's what you should look for. So yeah, don't look out for that. Hey, other than that, thanks for tuning in for another awesome episode. This is March. This is Bobby Hoops. This is March.